Hello, and welcome to Building Greatness, the Warrior Way. I am joined today, as always, by our Dean of Athletics, Sean Harris. Yay, yay. And Sherm Dog, that's me, Dave Shermet, the head baseball coach for Westcliff University. We've got a lot to get to today and uh, a spirited discussion to which I am looking forward. Been a long time coming on this topic, which is going to be decisions, 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 our return to play. As it stands right now, there are a lot of decisions that have to be made in order for us to get back on the field. Some of those decisions are being made as we speak. I see at least five separate entities that have to make a decision for all of our sports to get back to where they are, or where they should be, I should say. Uh, In particular, and in no order, um, the NAIA has to decide what we're going to do. Our conference, the California Pacific or the CalPAC, has to decide what we're going to do. Our university has to decide what we're going to do. Our governor has to decide, and then our partners that are our locations where we actually perform our sports. So, Sean, tell me what you think. And you can give me the order of those five, and maybe you've got more. Maybe there's a six or a seventh hey, of I which think you know. More, you know, Sherm, here's the deal. Like, hey, I have no particular order. But what about the people? Like, the people first got to mask up. You know, this weird California, just so our listeners know, we, we got reversed last week, right? So our people got to get it together. We, we kind of love the 250 days of sunshine we get. It's getting hot. People want to go to the beach. They don't want to social distance. They don't want to put on masks. Uh, let's talk about that. I mean, first and foremost, the people got to get it right. I mean, before... Uh, the governor can make a decision. I mean, he's trying to keep us all safe. I understand that, you know, this is America. You know, we got a lot of freedoms. But I think the data is telling us now we got to throw in a mask, you know, in public so we can slow this thing down. So I think the people, you know, our citizens got an obligation, too. So you have to add them to the list, you know, because they do come out and watch our sports. But uh, right now it starts there. Okay, I I understand that entirely, but it's going to be difficult to police that because well, you know, as I mean, you walk around, some people wear masks and some don't. Well, I mean, it's called leadership, Sherman. I don't think that's hard to police. I mean, if the governor mandates statewide uh, masks and and have the local law enforcement and government agencies enforce it, then that's what happened. I mean, if that statement that you're making to me is kind of crazy because we don't live in a lawless society. So it's rules and regulations that, you know, that's in place already. So we just got to enforce them. So it takes a, a certain type of leadership. So, you know, there's got to be some leadership happening. Okay. And, all right. Let's let's say best case scenario. Let's say right. that people are, are responsible and they're okay. starting to flatten the curve. Do right. we have our athletes? Let's say we can return to play. Do we have our athletes wear masks? Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. We don't have a vaccination you know, in place. So we got, you know, the data is telling us that, you know, we need to mask up. I mean, it's just like in sports. I mean, we do scouts on different teams, right? And whatever, you know, the data tells us about a team, we prepare for that each and every week to get a W. So we got to prepare for this thing together as one team, one goal, one commitment. And that means if you got to get a little uncomfortable and, and wear a little face guard or face shield or whatever it takes. So, the ultimate team, which is the human race, wins, then that's what we do. So, okay. yeah, mask up. Okay, you can see a scenario where 
basketball. Everybody's wearing masks on on the court during the game. I love the hoop. Sherm, can you hoop? Um, no. I mean, You're I used not to, a hooper. You're yeah, I hooper. love it. I love it. And I used to play in high school, but I okay. just I kind of had to go a different direction because I did so not have jump, those skills. You got a jump shot. Do you at least have a jump shot? Uh, more of a set shot. I'm I'm uh, old school. Set shot. Oh, so you getting your. Sh- Man, you're getting your stuff just thrown all over the place, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I, I yeah, mean, you're not, not Larry Bird, Sherm. I mean, so you ain't six eight, six nine. How tall are you? I'm about 5'10". On oh, a good day. it's all over the place. It's yeah. all over the place. Yeah, Bring that much. junk in here, and I'm smacking it out, Sherm. I can, I can get to the hoop, out. and that's about all. All right. I just want to get a little idea if you was a hooper or not. But I think some one-on-one's going to be happening. I, I think you and I got to get on that new basketball Oh, you court. don't want none, Sherm. You do really? not want none. Listen, hey, matter listen, of fact, we I just saw got you. the hey. West Cliff gym hey. all yeah. together, and you can be the first victim. You can victim. be the first victim listen, in the gym. Listen, I saw you throw out the first pitch, so I know how oh, athletic you now, are. <laughs> listen here. You know, I, I was really, really concerned with the catcher. You know, oh, I was really, really concerned with the catcher. So, okay. You know, someone emailed me and asked me to just toss it, you know, because mm. if I really let that left hand go, I'm probably in the 85 <laughs> range. Do you have any Easy. eligibility left? Because I might, I need a left-handed Easy. pitcher. My problem is I'm kind of like wild thing. I'm all over the place. So, okay. you know, I didn't want to, you know, I, I, I can, you know, I already got the haircut. I got the ball head going. I don't mind putting on the fake mohawk. But let me tell you here, if I let this thing go, see, now you done started something. We do got okay. softballs going to be starting opening up, and man, I'm going hard. So whoever, I'm, I'm sorry, whoever is going to be the catcher for the softball throughout this year is in trouble. I'm. It's called redemption throw, and I'm coming with it. I mean, I'm trying to to just delodge whoever's behind the plate about a hundred yards. But you know, that's another story. But you know, we're talking about hoops right now, Sherm, and stay to the stay to the course. You're not a hooper, but let's talk hoops. Okay. What's, what's going on? Well, as I said, you can see a scenario where all the players on the court, well, everybody actually, whether you're on the bench or on the court, but on the court in particular, you got to be in good shape. You're constantly running. You're breathing heavily. It's really hard, obviously, to do that without a mask. But in the interest of safety, you can see a scenario where all the basketball players on the court are wearing masks during the game. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, so so what so what are you saying? Well, I'm I'm you saying can't that hoop it's, with a mask. I'm, well, you can. It's just going to, I think, hinder the breathing. Obviously, I mean, right. it, it's hard enough to run back and forth, and I I remember how heavily everybody breathes, and you're sweating all over the place. Right. So, uh, and and another thing is when you get to a, a situation like that, are we going to have fans? Do we know right. that yet? Have we made no, those I mean, decisions? Yeah. Let me let me clear something up because you know you kind of took it in a different spot. I mean, here's the deal. I think. Once you get everybody cleared to come inside for competition and everyone's, you know, um, not, you know, um, COVID-19 and and they're clear, whether they want to throw on a mask in the competition is something totally different than what I was speaking about. So I just want to be clear, like, you know, once you get cleared, you know, for competition and everybody, we know everybody's legit. I mean, if you want to put on a mask, you can go ahead and do it, but I'm not requiring you at that point to put on a mask, but what I'm talking about is, you know, for our athletes to mask up, that's to and from, you know, games on campuses and, and different things of that nature. Okay. But uh, we do got a stud, you know, who plays for my New York Yankees, who who's putting on a mask at Major League Baseball. And he just hit one out the yard a couple mm. of days ago. Yeah. So it, it can be done. And he's no sheep. 
Okay, I'm not going to mention his name, but he's no sheep. So whatever, you know, athletes decide they want to do in, in the field of competition, I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? I, I come from the East Coast where we play, you know, basketball outside, especially during the winter time. And we had a ski mask on and everything else, you know, and we was hooping out there. I mean, if your jump shots, period, it don't matter, baby. You know, you got to be in shape to play this game. So I'm cool with it. But what I was talking about as far as masking up and everything else, that's that's to and from, that's on campus, that's making sure, you know, you're washing your hands and doing all the things that the CDC is asking you to do. But in the field of competition, that'd be up to the athlete. I'm not going to mandate them to put on a mask, you know, while they're competing. Okay. You know, but I'm but I'm not going to say you can't if that's what you want to do. Sure, I get it. Yeah, but see, yeah. some some sports obviously played very differently. Baseball is one of those sports where you can socially distant, especially as they're doing it now. There are no fans in the stands. So the baseball players can actually sit in the stands without being right. in the dugout six feet away from each other. Right. Hard to do that with basketball. And, it, you know, there's it, so it much is. contact when you're hooping. I mean, you're, you know, even if your entire team tests and you test negative, you got to go out there and you're going to be trading sweat with the other team. Right. Well, here's the deal. So right now, successfully, we've seen the TBT, right? Okay. You know, that was on yeah, ESPN, yeah. successfully do it. We got the NBA that just opened up, um, you know, so it's looking like it's promising, right, that it's looking you're able to get it done. And we got the WNBA is about to tip off. So, I mean, you know, so far as the competition in play, it looks like we may be fine there. and We haven't seen any fallout of any negative things, you know, with contact sports right now from a hoop perspective. But I'm thinking, you know, far as the fans, if you just uh, keep, you know, right now we're not at the stage where we can actually have fans in California. So, at, you know, what I would suggest is, you know, a small limited group, you know, of, of parents and relatives. I don't know what the cap would be on, but, you know, if you got a big stadium, you can pretty much social distance if you only have, uh, you know, players, families, immediate families, you know, in attendance. Sure. So okay. I think I think that can happen. You know, I think a 20,000, you know, uh, arena that can hold 20,000 can social distance if you just got parents, you know. And, yeah, that makes sense. Um, you know, the players. So, yeah. I mean, so, you know, I can see something like that happening. Um, but, you know, um, you know, skyboxes, you know, for college games. You know, that can help out, you know, limitations there. I mean, we can make it happen. Uh, but I'm just hoping, you know, that we'll be – I'm really, really thankful and blessed, you know, um, you know that um, we have great people, you know, who's looking – great scientists who's looking for a vaccination, and I, and I believe in them, and I believe they'll get it done um, sooner than later. So, okay. All right. And I'm wondering yeah. how different is it between indoor sports and outdoor sports? It's, it's huge sports. compared to the data, right? So yeah. they're saying, hey, you know, they they rather you be outside to get things done, and, and we can look at that. I mean, in California, we're a little different. Like right now, we could hoop outside. Venice Beach is a, a prime example of that. Um, on the East Coast, when they, you know, the UA, which is our sponsorship, shout out to Under Armour. Under Armour you know, yeah. they used to have, to have the AU event outside in, in um you know, near Coney Island or one of the piers. I forgot what pier it is, but, you know, they played outside and they hooped. So uh, it can get done, you know, just, you know, you got to get creative. But would that be fair competition in some of the states that's extremely cold during the wintertime? Absolutely not. So, I mean, we, we, we can figure it out. But, you know, I think 
we can also figure it out indoors as well as we can do outdoors. So, but I do agree. It is some big time decisions that need to be made. And um, it's all about leadership though, sure. Somebody got to pull the trigger. Absolutely. Well, it's starting to come down already. You know, we, we heard recently that our conference, California Pacific, known as the CalPAC, is, is now um, pushing fall sports to spring or is it winter? I guess it's more spring, isn't it? Is that what we're hearing? Yeah, so it's completely, it's, it's spring. So fall sports will get pushed to spring and winter sports will start, start in spring. So um, pretty much spring is going to be off the chain. Yeah. Sure oh, yeah. It's going to be off the chain. It's going to be ridiculous. But here's my question. This is the plan. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. We don't know what this is going to look like in January or February. How do we know it's not worse? And then right. they might so, have to cancel. Are you a skeptic, sir? No. I mean, we can't I'm, plan. I mean, I don't understand. I'm trying, like, I'm trying to play devil's advocate because the worst thing that could happen is, okay, yes, we can go and we go and then things get worse again. And then right. they have to shut everything down in the middle after we've right. already restarted. Right. And So you got a problem with that? Well, so you don't like that. You don't like the fact that you plan before you you play. I mean, no, I no, no. Well, you got to be proactive. But you know, and I want to play. Believe me, I haven't thrown batting practice or hit a fungo since March. So I'd love to get back on the field. And again, that kind of depends on. We go back to the governor. If he says right. no, everything closes. Then our right. sporting partners who host us, like the Great Park and Momentous, and those right. are going to close. So we, you don't think the governor loves sports? I think he you know? does, but I think okay. you know, we were the first, California was the first state to close everything down. And right. That was, yeah. But do you disagree with that decision? Mm, I, I don't know. See, here, here, okay, remember at the very beginning I said, I'll tell you who I think is the most important, and I think it's the governor's decision. Right. No, I'm with you, but you didn't answer my question. Okay. You're running right now. Answer it I again. Asked no, you, answer it again. I'll, I asked again. you, did you agree with that decision to shut down early? Oh, boy. Um, it comes down to leadership, Sherm. That yeah, means making yeah, unpopular and, decisions and I'm, I for the say, greater yeah. good of the organization. So I want to say yes that I do agree with it. All right. So because here's the deal. I mean, he took a, so two of the biggest markets, New York and L.A., right? Right. right. L.A. for sure on the West Coast, right? Absolutely. Okay, it, it didn't take a rocket scientist to look at New York and say, hey, we don't want L.A. to look like New York early on in this thing, right? When New York was out of control. Yeah, right? that was the hot spot. That was the worst of hey, it. Hey, so the governor was like, hey, we can't afford to have that over here, right? And, you know, I think it was just an easy decision based off the data that was presented in front of us. And, you know, so you looked at New York at the time and it was like, hey, how do we slow this down? And and looked like they had fumbled, but look, you know, they have been resilient since then, right? But in the, in the beginning, everyone was fumbling. So it was like, hey, let's just shut it down. You know, if if somebody's outside of your house shooting and you don't know what direction the rounds are coming from, do you just walk outside or do you just stay in the house? You just got to lock it down. I mean, just lock that baby down until you can figure out where these rounds are coming from and how we need to deal with the situation. So I think he had to make a leadership decision and it wasn't going to, everybody wasn't going to be happy with it, of course, because everybody's risk reward as an individual is on different levels. You know, some of us grew up in neighborhoods where they shoot every night. So this is normal. Some of us never heard a gunshot. So he had to make a decision, you know, and, and he did that. And I think, you know, um, we're, we're okay. 
uh, you know, so we, we can play devil's advocate, but we can't. This is something that's never been seen um, in my lifetime. I don't know if, if it's anyone else old enough to go through all the other major events of pandemics, but this is why it's a pandemic. It's it's a crisis. So I think if you looked at New York, you know, in our country, and then if you've seen everything that was going overseas that was going on, I mean, you just shut it down. So, but let's get back to the governor well, since you want to okay, uh, well, whip on his butt a little bit. No, no, bit. no, no, so, no. I just, I, I, I'm going to say that I agreed with his decision. I want to ask you the mm, same thing. Did you agree with his decision? Uh, y- yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you have to, sometimes you do, you don't lose ground. You just stay still. You know, sometimes you just got to be still and, 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 and let God move and be still and assess the situation. I think we stopped, you know, so we can assess the situation. But Sherman, you know me as a leader. I got this thing called start, stop, and continue. Yeah. Sometimes oh, we yeah. need to start. Sometimes we need to stop. And then sometimes we need to continue to do some things. But I think, um, you know, he had a, a tough decision to make. I'm glad it wasn't mine. You know, he, you know that's why he's an elected official. Whether you agree or disagree, I mean, this is our you know environment. We elect officials to be our leaders, and he's the elected official, and that's what the decision he made. Just like if a coach makes a decision on the floor or in any sports, you got to trust the coach, right? You got to trust the coach. So I want to trust, you know, his decision making. But I can say one thing. It takes courage, which is a leadership trait, right? You got to do or say what is difficult and what's needed, you know, and, and we know about 10% of professionals respectfully, you know, have love and intent with every decision they make. So I, I think, you know, we got to, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. And then we know you got to be decisive in, in any decision that you make. You know, the only bad decision is no decision. He made a decision. So, you know, as our elected leader, we, we, we have to take care of business and and definitely, you know, need to make sure that uh, we uh, follow suit and, and listen to the data that he's getting, just like I would want our, um, you know, actual um, coaches do the same thing, you know, with, with our uh, players on the, on the field of play. So, yeah, tough decision, but we, we have to make it happen. Okay. I agree with that entirely. Um, but let's just say, again, best case scenario, uh, we get to that point. Now, we're still going to try to practice uh, where we can. Uh, if we're allowed right. to practice, we will. If our sporting venues are open, good. We can get on it. We've got a basketball court on our university. How? What do we expect from our opponents? The same thing that we expect of ourselves in terms of testing. I mean, what if we have an away game? Do we right. do we have to test our bus driver? Do we have to, you know, what are, are we going to be asking for protocols from our opponents when we have an away game? Okay, what are your what are your what what are your plans in place to protect? Our team. Absolutely. So, you know, um, every governor body has a return to play initiative. So do we. And um, right now, um, far as the NAIA and the CalPAC, um, whatever you decide on your campus is what is expected. So each AD's responsibility is to provide that return to play to the opposing competition so they can read it and adhere to it. So that's how that goes down. Okay. So um, we get theirs, they they get ours, and we know what that expectation is. And then if we cannot meet that expectation, you know, then we definitely, um, you know, we can't play. So, I mean, that's really it. I mean, that's where it comes down to. I mean, each 
um, institution is unique. Each playing venue is unique. And so um, you get data beforehand and then we just make it happen. So, yeah, that's that's the expectations. And then, you know, we do have temperature checks, you know, with the flash temperature okay. gauges, you know, so the bus driver, anybody's in contact, right, um, has to go through the protocols. And, and all of these protocols are set forth by the CDC and then, you know, the NAIA, you know, right. of course. Okay. And then, uh, you know, the institutions. All right. So what we're saying is that the NAIA, from what it sounds like, is going to leave that up to the institution, the university. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah, because, you know, decision, decisions, you know, as you, you mentioned, is it's true. But really, the the power at the, the campus, you know, uh, is with the president, you know, the university, and then whatever we decide how our campus is going to operate within the rules and regulations of the state and everything else. So, yeah, okay. absolutely. All right. So can you talk a little bit more about what our protocols are going to be aside from, obviously we're going to have to temperature check. That makes sense. Um, are, are we testing every day? I mean, I mean, you know, each sport's a bit different. Basketball plays one game a day. Baseball right. can play two games a day. We can play uh, every day for a week. It's just kind of right. the way baseball goes. Volleyball, maybe different soccer generally doesn't play yeah. two games no, no. in a day. All, all, all of that's true, Sherman, what you're saying. But the main thing is whatever the CDC and the state regulations asked us to do is what we're going to do first. And then we will adopt some policies based off the, the data. So, you know, right now and the resources too, Sherm, I mean, um, we're looking at what professional sports are doing that has unlimited resources. That's not the case, you know, um, for college athletics, right? I was, especially when you're in my, NAI. Right, right. I was on my so, way there next. Cause yeah, know, we, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so the resources will dictate what we can do, but I think whatever it is, we'll take a collective risk. And then if we have any um, of our athletes who feel uncomfortable, you know, then they just don't participate. Right. And those who feel like, you know, and that goes with coaches too, you know, and administrators and everyone that's uh, involved in game time management. No pressure here from me. Right. No pressure here from anybody else. You know, you know, we, it's going to be sports. It should be. Um, an enhancement of your life, not not an obligation at this level. Of course, we're amateurs, right? Um, they're not professional. So um, whatever your comfort level is, is what needs to happen. And then it might have to be a plug and play the same way it is for next man up or next woman up when it comes to injuries in sports. You know, you just got to go to the next person that's ready to go. So that's kind of going to have to be the scenario. I think it's going to be something that is fluid. I think it's going to be a situation where it's live. It's going to be continuous, right? The changes are continuous. The changes for this pandemic and this vicious, vicious, um, you know, virus has been day to day. So I think, you know, our decision making has to be day to day based off of, uh, you know, the efforts that are being performed by these scientists and brilliant doctors and first responders and you know, we got to believe in what they're telling us and, and um, adhere to what they're asking us to do. Okay. So and that's what we're going to do. So athletes, game time management, everyone connected has the opportunity to opt out, make their yeah. own decision there. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's really has been the deal, you know, even in college sports, even in professional sports so far that we're seeing this playing. I mean, they're there voluntarily. Nobody's making them be there. Besides the one situation, you know, that we've seen that that has something to do differently from the virus, 
you know, underlying the health issues that we're seeing. And I'm really keeping my eye on how the WNBA is going to treat, you know, Alana Deladon, you know, right. with yeah. her situation, oh, yeah. Yeah. right? So, you know, I, you know, so, I mean, she'd rather not be there, but they didn't say she had to be there, but I get the underlying saying. She's basically saying, hey, you know, if I'm not here, then I'm broke, and how can I not do it? But I will tell you that Amazon worker, that Walmart worker, that that worker that works at Seven Eleven is fighting those same things. Not under the micro, you know, I'm not under the microscope as she is, or in the spotlight. So it's some parents, man. It's some relatives. It could be your brother. It could be your sister. It could be your cousin. You know, have took taken the risk because they're in the same situation. You know, likes likes to come it off if they don't go to work. So, you know, I, I empathize for that. And, um, you know, I pray that we have a situation where, you know, we can keep everybody safe as we transition. Okay. All right. Now, I understand that entirely. Again, best case scenario, as you had mentioned, we push everything to the spring and spring is going to be off the chain. It's going to be crazy. How do we cover all that? Every sport is going to be going on and multiple sports on the same days because our window closes. I right. mean, how, how do we... I don't. I can't well, even we, fathom we that. We prepared. I mean, you know, Westcliff, we get, we stay ready so we don't have to get ready. Yeah, right. I've heard you say that before. We're going to get to our quotes and notes segment as well, and I know that's one of your favorites. You use that one a lot too. But uh, it's, it's, it's not true, sure. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, it's true. It's just unbelievable how it's just going to be crazy. I want to, I want to be able to go and support our other teams when we don't have games, which should not be hard because everybody's going to be playing every day. In order to get right. everything in, um, I you know baseball is a little different. I can see a scenario for baseball where if we can practice in the fall, great. But we don't start our first game isn't until the end of January. So I could see a scenario where we come back after the holiday break, we practice the month of January and start our season as we normally would. Baseball wouldn't be quite as affected. Soccer would obviously be affected. We'll have to see what the seasons look like. Are we allowed to play non-conference games? Because we have half of our schedule, baseball is conference, the other half is non-conference. Which means, if no, then we don't start till March with our games. And we nobody knows what this is going to look like come the spring, come January, February. Maybe it's worse. Maybe it's better right. than it is. Uh, is. Is it possible in the middle and say, um, let's say they make the decision, the NAI, the CalPAC, everything's getting pushed to the spring. Let's say all of a sudden in October, everything's great. Can they reverse that decision and say, okay, hey, let's go now? And we'll see if we can start earlier than January or February before I the think end of they the semester. Re- I think they reserve the right to. Okay. Because, uh, you know, I, I would imagine, gosh, it's just hard to make that decision on the fly. When you're preparing to start in January, when all of a sudden they say, nope, we can start the first week of November. So it, it's, uh, man, oh, man. that's I, <laughs> I think I'm you just play that card when it's dealt, Sharon. Okay, I'm looking at it as a coach perspective. You know, we've got all this time and and we can we can prepare the way we want to prepare and then uh, get on the field of play in January. And all of a sudden they say, well, okay, you know, we're going to move the season up because it would happen to soccer. It would happen. Would to you volleyball. complain about that, Sherm? Would you complain if if no, everything it, clears up and are no. you complaining right now? No, I'm not. There's it's no crying in baseball, Sherm. <laughs> are no you complaining right now? You sound like you're complaining, Sherm. I'm not complaining. I'm just you don't want to compete. I mean, if they come back and all of a sudden. You can play. You're complaining about that. I'm not. I would if it was the only if only Westcliff was affected, but it would be the well, entire conference or the NAIA or. Well, here's the deal. Look, when we come back to play, I'm expecting domination 
from our sports. Like we got enough time to get in shape, to be good, to understand our, you know, situation on the field and understand the philosophy of the coaches. So when I come in in January and I come and, and we unroll whatever, whatever it is, right? Because we do whatever is required at Westcliff. I expect domination from our teams. I don't want to hear no weak sauce, sir. No excuses. I'm not going to make it. And I can't excuses. worry about the next person. All I can worry about is these warriors that I'm in charge of. Warriors, Sherm. Warriors go to battle, Sherm. That's what warriors do. I got a big smile on my face right so now. So I, I can't worry about, you know, what the other cheesecakes out there are doing. I got to worry about these warriors. Hmm. They're my responsibility. I think we got almost 450 of them now. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Intelligent, bright, and and really willing to do whatever it takes for the next person. Right. You know, we're a big family, and I love them, right? I love everybody that we have involved, but... Hey, if we're going to play, let's win it. Come on, let's win it all. I agree. can't believe I can't agree. believe Sherman's really I'm not weak complaining sauce. about I'm not oh, complaining. Oh, I'm we're not coming back early. What do we do? I'm not Hey, you play, Sherm. It doesn't you affect play to win the game. It doesn't I affect baseball. It only affects the fall sports is what I'm saying. Okay. All right. So, okay. That's why I, I say I, I can see a scenario. Baseball's fine. We're what happened fine. to your sport last year, Sherm? I think you got sent home early. Yep. All yeah, all spring sports. Okay, so you been did you recover, Sherm? Did you recover, Sherm? I feel as though we did. Did you bounce back, Sherm? Yeah, we do we did okay, everything so that we could be do. Okay, fall will be all right. All they all played right. last year, right? They played last year. Yep. Okay, so everything goes in cycles, even money, even a business cycle, right? Sometimes you broke, sometimes you paid. Let's get the payday coming. Let's let the bank go, man. Open up the bank and let's play. Okay. All right. But I hear you, though. I hear you. Here's the deal, you know, in all seriousness. I mean, I would expect the NAIA to extend um, eligibility for any um, sports that actually be affected. So student athletes can actually, you know, have additional eligibility to have a, you know, extended career and it's not shut down because of the pandemic. Right. Right. So I would expect that to come out with not even being asked for. It should just be granted. That's okay. how I feel about that. Okay. Is it your, and I don't want to leave cross country or track and field out because they're also a sport that runs uh, that time of the year. Uh, is it your experience that the NCAA tends to come out and make a decision and then a week or two later, the NAIA follows suit? Well, all right, here's the deal. Um, I think the NAIA, you know, um, Mr. Carr, who's our, President, you know, he makes the best decision he possibly can. But let's not act like, Sherm, that the NCAA D1 hasn't been the gold standard of college sports. So, I mean, you know, so things, you know, start from the top and trickle down. I mean, you know, the budgets are bigger. It's, it's you know, the competition level is bigger. The TV deals are bigger. You know, so let's not act like NAIA is getting, you know, the same TV deal package as Texas, you know. You know, Division One. It's not happening. So we got to look at what's going on at the top. And then, you know, we're not bottom feeders at the NAIA. Some of the best athletes, you know, you can find on this planet plays in the NAIA. You know, the competition is stiff in every sport. But, you know, we got to look at the climate and then adjust, you know. So that's the difference. So, I mean, so, I mean, I don't know if you was implying that he should be making the decision, you know, before, you know, the NCAA, that can't happen. No. I mean, I've never saw the cart be pushed before the horse. True, Sherm. true. 
what are you trying to say about our fearless leader of the NAIA? <laughs> no, I'm not. The I'm dude not is phenomenal. Him in particular. Well, so what you saying, Sherm? You trying to start some stuff? What are you talking about? Well, it just you starting a little static. It right seems now. to me that the NAIA follows suit usually, but they have to. I guess. So they, we're followers in the NAIA. We're not leaders, Sherm. Is no, that what you're saying? I'm we're saying not leaders. I'm not saying that we're not leaders. We're certainly leaders at our level. We're certainly leaders. It's just as you mentioned that D1 is the gold standard in sport. So they say. I'm not in D1, so I don't know. Yeah, but you just I said that. You go- just I'm, said I'm saying. D1. I'm saying society, right? I'm just giving you the the outlook of what society has put on the table. Me personally, we're the gold standard, Sherm. We're the gold standard. If I was a D Division One program with our fabulous coaches and our great athletes, hey, we'll be kicking some butt right now. But look, hey, I'm just being honest. I'm a realist, right? When I look on ESPN, I'm not seeing NAI all over it, right? Let's be honest. Okay, but if they let us on, I bet we'll see some West Coast Warriors mm. up on there if we could play. But the reality is society looks at D1 and college sports being the gold standard. Yeah, yeah. Well, everything kind of follows along with football, you know, and, and obviously basketball. The other sports get their uh, their time as well, but – Oh, who, you, know, you you kidding me. Cornhole gets his time. Yeah, I've um, seen – Yeah, Spike ball gets his time. Like, yeah, like but, major time, major time, sure. Yeah, you don't but believe that statement as you're saying it. But the, but the Football contract – is running it, things you know, because the money the money. There. Yeah, absolutely. It's the money there. It's a money game. You know that. See, they could push Sink sports. Sinker swimming is yeah. not even – on the map, you stopping to watch synchronized swimming, Sherm, and this takes a lot of skill and effort, but it's not selling out on ESPN, is it? No, of course. That's where the money goes. All the right. money goes to basketball. It goes to football. And all Keep these sports. Keep it real with me, Sherm, dog. All Keep these sports. Yeah, me. okay. I'm keeping it real. All these sports are going to get pushed to the spring with the exception of football. Well, what happened is most of them, all right, pretty much got chopped. Okay? They were losing money, right, at the D1 level, and you saw programs you know, dropping, you know, like, hey, let's, you know, no picking with Stanford. They're smart over there, uh, you know, Berkeley area, and mm-hmm. I respect everything they do. But, you know, they came out, woe me, you mm-hmm. know, we're cutting 11 sports. Well, you had 35, you still got 20-some sports, and the 11 that you cut, when you look at the list, nobody was attending them anyway. Yeah, that's okay? true. You didn't want to spend the money there anyway. So don't act like and compare it to other programs who are living and dying and breathing off of some of these, you know, sports that we're cutting. So, you know, it, it's a, all a smoke screen, you know. But are you crying about football being, you know, football's not the American sport. It's baseball still, Sherm. But football brings in some revenue. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But guess so, what? Those football guys are not getting that baseball contract. That's and true. you was a drafted man, so you know the deal. So, I mean, yeah. so I mean, but yes, football probably won't be penalized. I agree. Okay, so my last question before we move on. Okay. Are we getting football at Westcliff? You know what? NAI don't have anything this close. I mm. love football. Matter of fact, I was a pretty good inside linebacker. I should have picked football over over basketball. Matter of fact, you know, me gaining all this weight, you know, probably would have been better for football than it would be for basketball. But I am agile right now, and I got a mean jump shot. And I'll back you down real hard in right. post. And it's I can't on. wait. I can't wait to televise this game that we're gonna have because oh, it's gonna man. happen. Okay, it's on. Right? It's on. Let's it's do gonna this. happen. But but let me tell you, so you don't feel like I'm running from your question. I would love to have football at Westcliff. I actually looked into it 
you know, and, I, and if D ones, excuse me, if D three programs would want to play us consistently because NAIA just couldn't couldn't do the thing. I mean, I think that the closest uh, the closest school that has football is in Arizona. Uh, the travel would kill us. You mean the, the closest place. NAIA school? Yeah, NAIA right. school. Okay. Thanks for correcting me there, Sherm. Yeah, is 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 in Arizona that place? So. Uh, you know, it would just be too costly for us to yeah. continue to go out there and have to go, you know. But I would love to do something. But, look, I am flirting with 707, though. You right? Okay. 707? Okay, yeah. Man, come on. You know, uh, you know, I, I love that. And, and then also, you know, the NFL has sent me some things about women's football at some point, but still nobody's out there trying to get that going. Mm-hmm. There is a sprint series you know, football that's on the uh, East Coast that one of my mentors um, actually is the commissioner over that hopefully that we might can bring to the West Coast. But, yeah, I love football. Sure. I love it. Okay. I, yeah, and the Women's Football League just started. I saw it somewhere. It was a college yeah. sport, right? They just yeah, yeah. They just enacted women's, women's football. Okay. Hey, listen, we, we're going to do whatever we can that makes sense. All right. Yeah, well, you know, building our brand, I guess you might say. Get, hey, building greatness, yeah, baby. That's what greatness. we do. Okay. That's what we do. All right. Two things. We still have to get to our segment on our uh, quotes, quotes and notes, but okay. it's on. Pick a day and a time, and it's going to be a one-on-one. We can raise money for charity. Listen, we can, we if can... we're going to do all that, Sherm, and you talking real tough right now, it got to be televised. So we got to put it on wax. I want to see the video, and we're going to run it back. We're going to run it back. Okay. okay, over and over and over on all our major platforms. You don't want none of this smoke, Sherm. Really? You don't want really? none of this smoke. Okay. All right. Uh, you name the time and the place. You can bring, your, you can bring a ball we if you want We can play the not. day. I'm a hooper, Sherm. It, it, Sherm, I'm a, see, see, here's the deal. See, I already know you're not a hooper with that comment. Oh, you can bring the ball and I can bring the ball. Hoopers always bring their balls, Sherm. Hmm. We're going to talk about who brings the ball. So I already know you can't hoop, bro. Who talks about oh you bring really? your ball really? I bring okay. my ball I think Come you'll on, be bro. I think you'll be you surprised hooper, once an athlete always an athlete right so I'm not saying that you're not so athletic I, I think I'm just you will be you're surprised you're not beating me in no basketball really you no don't think? way no how it's not going down I'm gonna lock you up all right, right? We got, I'm lo- and I'm we gonna got punish lot to you on the block we got a lot to I'm talk punish about you on the block really okay all right hey okay. I might not have the ups. But I got the quickness. Oh, I might not have the ups. You but don't have no hops, sir. I got, I got I the quickness. I already know that, right? Okay, and, and go where? You can't dribble, sir. You haven't seen. You, got no you don't know? You haven't seen? I'm already, listen, I already know just the way you're talking. Really? That basketball, mm-hmm. you probably the, the eighth man in LA Fitness right now. We go pick up. You might not even get picked up, all right? <laughs> But that's another story, and I know it sounds bad because I'm on your ass right now. <laughs> you, but listen, you pretty much are, man. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I just I hey, can't wait the for the basketball this now. thing. Hey, if you said baseball, hey, I gotta defer all day long, right? And you are absolutely right about my pitch. It was horrible. <laughs> but guess what? If you go <laughs> okay. and look, if you go and look on ESPN, you would see a bunch of other horrible yeah. throwouts by some great athletes. Oh, absolutely. So, so don't judge me, right? <laughs> But when we talk about this basketball thing, okay. I eat and breathe and live this thing, right? Man, it's you, you're not going to win. That's not going to happen. Okay. Right? Now, horse, maybe, okay, because everybody get a little lucky in horse. But if you're talking about straight up going to 15 or whatever, one-on-one, hey, 
I'm punishing you. Okay, it needs. It, we have to it's record it so you can watch the beating over and over. Uh, it, it's going to be okay. embarrassing. It, it, not for me. It's going to be embarrassing for you. So hey, we got to make I'm sure we say record no more. this. I'm gonna say no more. We got to get, get stands. Right. We got for uh, man. We got to find a spot. Oh, so now you want? So now I want people okay. there. Okay, so how are we gonna do that now in this pandemic? Now this is supposed to be closed house in here, one camera, social distancing, me just punishing your tail. Really? And I, now, I don't think so. Let's know. do this outside then. Okay. People can right. people can social distance, they can wear masks, you and I can wear masks, so, whatever. It's, so you it's, think so you think so you really think that I'm Wesley Snipes and you Woody Harrell? You know, you, you this is white man can't jump thing. We're going to Venice Beach, we're gonna hustle like that. Outside, let's do it. See, maybe if so. You maybe gotta I'm have just sandbagging. Hat, you gotta have everything. Maybe I'm just no, sandbagging. No, no. I, game recognize game, but okay. you don't got no game. Oh, uh, okay. So then you don't recognize me, is what you're saying. No. So there's no, zero respect no. right now. Okay. None. I'm gonna be. No, let's get. Let's <laughs> oh, make it clear. Oh, oh man. I have no oh, respect. I am so fired up right now. Oh, Matter of fact, you need to. Hey, we need to cut this podcast right now, <laughs> and you need to go practice if you, right now. If you think you can even come close to even coming close to whipping me on a basketball. All right, when I take my break, because I'm working right now. When I'm right, on break, right. I'm shooting. Right, that's what they all say. Yeah. Hoopers hoop. I got a ball. I got a ball right a, here. I got basketball right here in a quarter. Yeah, but the see, the, the the difference is you have a ball right there, and I'm actually dribbling my ball during this podcast yeah, okay. right now. So that's the difference. <laughs> okay, because hoopers always get the work in, sir. Mm, all right, you then. just talk about the work. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, you might you might want to go to the next segment before you just be so deflated that you don't want to finish. Trust me, I'm not deflated. I am excited. I am totally All fired right. up for this. This is going to be okay. the one chance where I get to embarrass our dean of athletics because you know I won't what? do it anywhere else. Hey, here's the deal. It might be in other arenas, but it never be in basketball, mm-hmm. brother. Okay. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Man, I'm, I'm excited. Pick a day and a time and let me know. I'll show up. Okay. I, I, I can't wait. All right. Spoken like a real hooper. Yeah, okay. Hoopers hoop all the time. All right. We don't pick a day. We hoop every day. Okay. No days off, sir. No days off. You're not built for this right now. You're not built for it. We're, I'm building greatness, man, the warrior way. Hey. Amen, brother. All right. Amen. Hey, before we sign off, I want to do a couple yes. of uh, a couple of quotes because last week, right. yep, last time we had some good quotes. Are you ready? I got one I want to start with. And this is a okay. quote from a sports figure, a well-known sports figure. And this was a sports quote, but it can pertain to life, as a lot of our quotes do. And this was by Wayne Gretzky, who said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So you could say that on the field. You could say that off the field. I think it's very poignant and makes sense in life because sometimes you hear that the only regrets you have in life are the chances you didn't take. So those two quotes kind of go hand in hand for me. And that second one was Jack Lemon in a movie I heard him say a long time ago, which kind of makes uh How makes long, sense. Sherm? Because we know you're a little old. So how long? Really? I, I don't know that I'm any older than you. Oh, sure. Pretty we, sure we're the same age. <laughs> Sherm, I never will agree or admit any of that you're saying. <laughs> um, okay. but, but, you know, these two quotes that you brought to the table, number one, Wayne was a bad boy, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He was a bad boy. We're talking about a living legend there. I mean, you know, so uh, he's absolutely right. I mean, he had a heart. I mean, ice water running through his veins. He was clutch in a sport that, you know, it's hard to be clutching, you know, for, for it takes a lot of team dynamics. But he was great and he separated himself. So I, I definitely um, agree with him a thousand percent. OK, give me one of yours. Um, You know, well, I tell you one thing. Um. Let me go this route. 
you know, put your personal feelings and emotions in the gas tank and shut up and drive the business. That's one of my favorite ones. I, you know, because everybody has their emotions, you know, stuck to their sleeve. But let's use those emotions and feelings, you know, as fuel, you know. So that's, you know, and sometimes you just got to shut up and drive the business, you know, shut up and make it happen. You know, uh, it's no need of talking about it. So that's one quote that, you know, I came up with is just like, hey, you know, put them personal feelings aside. We got a we got a game to win. You know, we got a game to win. We got business to handle. And then, you know, and then we can get to a point, you know, we can readdress all of those things. But when you're in sports and you're in the moment and you compete at a high level, Sherm, you know, it. it's like you have all these range of emotions. But if you can, the, the teams that can control their emotions and get stay mentally locked in and focus, they, they normally accomplish the task. Hmm. So just use it as fuel and make it happen. Okay. Cause you have a lot of, a lot of sayings. That's the first time I've ever heard you mention that one. Yeah. You know, um, Sherm, I can't give you everything in my bag. I mean, sometimes, you know, I, my bag is deep, Sherm. I know. I, I don't got to go in the bag all the time. I don't think we'll ever get through. Happen. I don't think we're going to ever get through your entire bag. As long as we could do these podcasts, you got a lot in the tank. Hey, let me tell you why. So, it's it's not because I'm, you know, you know, um, some guy who just got all these uh, sayings. It's because every day, you know, as a leader, I believe you continue to learn. So I think, you know, if I continue to learn every day, I should be different. So um, one of my biggest fears is being ordinary or being the same or just not growing. So every day I try to learn something new and try to put myself in an uncomfortable you know, situation so I can grow. So I'm hoping that um, that that uh, comment you just made is true, because if it is true, that means that every day I'm valuing life and I come out every day to try to learn something different. So um, I'm hoping that is true. But humbly, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for your, your comments and, and blessed uh, that you uh, love me being your leader, man. So I, I'm, I'm thankful. Follow you blindly. All right. Hey, uh, that's going to just about do it for our segment today. And uh, we'd like to thank you for listening. I do have a couple of thank yous. As always, we have to thank our Dean of Athletics, Sean Harris. Thank you for joining me today. All right. And our sound engineer and the guy who does it all behind the scenes, that's Brandon Peterson. Thank you, Brandon. One last thing. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And please leave a positive review for us on Apple Podcasts. It'll help us get the word out about Westcliff Athletics. And we thank you for your support. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Keep an eye out for our next podcast and have a great day.